Amigos and amigas, welcome to another episode of Confidence at the La Madre, the podcast. My name is Sylvia Brands, your host, and I'm really excited to actually dive into today's episode because on IG, we have been talking about cariño, compassion, and forgiveness cultivates confidence, okay? So Two parts to this podcast episode. We're going to dive deep into like the breakdown, but overall, I want to give you like an overall consensus of like what is to come for the rest of the month. And we're going to really dive deep into cariño today. And of course, because I'm the analogy queen, I'm going to give you an analogy to really apply it and to really see it for yourself. Okay. Now, Cariño, compassion, and forgiveness cultivates confidence. The reason why I say that is because one of the things that happens a lot inside of my coaching, well, here's the thing. It happens inside of my coaching, but people are unaware that that's something that they're going to receive inside of coaching. A lot of times people want to work with me because they're like, well, I want to figure out what my thing is. I really want to work on what my delusional desire is. Like I want to create something. I want to launch something. And that's totally fine, 100%. But here's the thing I'm not going to let you do. I'm not going to let you create something or launch something or do your delusional desire without handling what you need to handle. And I I give this example all the time of I always make my clients go into the cave, clear the emotional rubble, so that we can make space for even more goodness to come in, okay? A lot of times we try to like avoid and just build on top of the emotional rubble instead of handling it, instead of cleaning house, instead of doing away with it to make room for more goodness, okay? And that's just something I'm not gonna let you do because that's kind of just like sticking a Band-Aid on a really, really, really large wound. If you stick a Band-Aid on a really, really large wound, that's just silly. Like, you don't put a Band-Aid on a broken arm. You don't put a Band-Aid when you're, like, legit bleeding out, okay? It's silly. So I want you to apply the same concept here. So with that being said, cariño, compassion, and forgiveness cultivates confidence. Now... One of the biggest things that we see during February is self-love this, self-love that. I love self-love. I do. I really, I really mean that. I practice that. It's so important. I teach self-love inside of my coaching. But I also think that self-love is such a intermediate word. Like you have to have some wisdom, some experience, some practice around self-love in order to get there. So for me, that's where cariño and compassion come in. If you're able to exercise cariño and compassion, the beginner stages of self-love, then it's easier to practice self-love. And that's the thing. I truly am a person who cannot sit here and preach or say and like, yeah, girl, do self-love, self-love, love yourself, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do that over and over again because one, that's just not who I am. And two, that's just not who I am. <laughs> I'm not here to motivate you or give you something topical that's just going to make you feel good in the moment. I want to give you the skills. 
I want to teach you some strategy. I want to give you some foundational building blocks in order to build upon it. Because guess what? For me, I really do feel it in my bones of bones and in my heart of hearts that everyone has the ability and is equipped with everything they need in order to be confident. I really know truly in my heart of hearts that you already equipped with everything you need in order to have self-trust. It's just a matter of doing the self-work so you're able to recognize it as well, okay? So let's talk about all of these three together. So inside of my program, self-love, self-trust, and self-care are like the holy grail. It's like the, the three, right, that make things work inside of my coaching brain. For content's sake, for February, for us like having the training wheels on on this get-go, it's going to be the holy three of cariño, compassion, and forgiveness. And if I'm being really honest, I feel like these are great places to say it because it's giving you a solid taste of what coaching with me is like, okay? Now, let's get into cariño today, Okay. I want you to think about cariño. And this is also going out to my people who don't speak Espanol. Cariño literally translates to term of endearment or honey. Okay. When I, when I Googled it, that's literally what comes up. <clears throat> so in order to expand on that definition, cariño is a term of endearment. It's honestly something we say to say honey. But also cariño is an expression of love. And also that can mean an action of love. And I think I even wrote this in one of my um, captions or in a carousel. I'm not quite sure. But cariño, one, is something we call, we say to a loved one, right? We say like, hey, um, cariño, como estas? Hey, how are you? But again, it's like, hey, love. Hey, honey. Um we say that to children, we say that to loved ones, we say those to partners. Again, it's it's a word that's used that's loaded with love, with loaded, that's loaded with care, okay? Another thing though that I want you to pay attention to is cariño is a gesture. It's an expression, okay? So for example, we have a phrase in Spanish that says, dame un cariño, hazme un cariño, give me a cariño, give me a kindness, do me a kindness, okay? So that's the gesture. So a lot of times if I were to say that to my mom or my dad, they would stroke my hair or they would let me like sleep on them or my favorite one from my abuelita would be like, a cariño, a gesture would be like, a hot bowl of albondigas. And if you don't know what albondigas is, it's like a very veggie meatball soup. Okay. It's delicious. Like I know you're probably thinking to yourself like what, but it's delicious. So just don't even make that face anymore that you're making. And again, this word is just compounded with love and care and kindness. But again, it can be a word to use for your loved ones, or it could be an action or a gesture. Okay. So just, I really want to solidify that and bring that home so that you can really visualize this. <clears throat> what I want to introduce to you today is the way to, in order to practice cariño, because again, 
cariño, compassion, and forgiveness cultivate confidence. We are so used for cariño, for kindness, to go outwards, to be an external exchange, as in you do it for someone else. You say that to someone, you do a kind gesture for someone. Again, when you are in contact with cariño, it is coming out of you. Not a lot of the time are you receiving it, okay? So with that being said, starting today, I want you to get with the idea that cariño is now an identity shift. Cariño is now a part of your identity. And if it's a part of your identity, then guess what? You should be modeling the language and you should be practicing practicing and exercising the gestures of cariño. Because remember, it can be a gesture, it can be an act, but also it can be the way in which you talk to someone. Now, since it's your identity, I want it to be the way in which you talk to yourself. I want it to be the in which the way that you act with yourself or how you treat yourself or how you show up for yourself. Is that sitting? Is that hitting? I think it is. So <clears throat> one of the ways to get really, really clear on this and, and again, this is not like a Christian podcast, but I am a Christian person. My favorite way to do this is to really solidify what your love language is. Okay. I am going to put the quiz in the show notes so that you can take the quiz for yourself. Okay. You're going to take this quiz for yourself And you're going to ask if you're in a relationship, you're going to give it to your loved one. Also, my single moms out there, there is a format for you too. please take it for yourself and then have your child take it. Okay, it it gives you clear instructions on which quiz you should be taking. Now, why do I believe in the five love languages test? Because it's a really clear depiction. And it's something that helps you amplify the way in which you wish to communicate your love, okay? And also how you wish to receive it. <clears throat> and what's interesting is that I, ha- I have a whole section about this inside of coaching. And it's important because a lot of times we don't know what we want and we don't know what we need. Yet, because we think we are in relationships and we are with our spouses or whatever, that it's just, okay, we figure it out. It's what works. It's like throwing spaghetti at the wall. You just do with what sticks, okay? And if you if it's like not going well, then you change it up, switch it up. But that's the thing. I want you to stop just like figuring it out for the sake of it. Like figuring it out, kind of like a pendulum swing of like, okay, like if this feels right, then it's cool. It's such a vibe. And, and there's like no tenseness. But how great would it be if there was just like, it's understood. There's an acceptance. There's embrace. Versus it's not a vibe. It feels tense. I don't know when the wind is going to change, etc. Okay. And so these are the things that are really important. And also taking this test is important because a lot of people, a lot of times I run into clients who are like, oh, okay, well, I took that a long time ago. Let me tell you a story. You change. 
You change after chapters and seasons of your life. Let me tell you, for a long time, number one, I was physical touch. Excuse me, guys, I'm so sorry. I have no idea what's going on. For a long time, I was physical touch and then uh, words of affirmation. And now, after becoming a mother, guess what? My number one is ding, 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 acts of service. I think it is the most beautiful and glorious thing in the whole world. If I come to your house or I, or we have a party or something and you make me a plate, it is so nice. My, well, here we go. Shameless thing. I don't care that. I don't think my best friend would care, but like my best friend in the whole world, we, we have dinners together every Wednesday. And when it's her turn to have dinner at her house, she like, lets me taste the food and she like gives me snacks or she like really purposely thought of me when she bought something that week at Sam's club, or she always has like a fun, exciting drink for me to try. I know that doesn't equate equate to like a typical love language, but for me, it's an act of service because it took away decisions that I had to make. And she was just like, here, I made the decision for you. I know that it sounds like it's receiving gifts, but it's not. It's it's more like she did something for me. She served me my drink. She made me a plate. She like gave me a snack. She's like nourishing me in a different way. Okay. So I want you to go take that test. And like, maybe just pause this and go take it or just take it after you listen to this. But I want to start here because I want you to understand yourself. Because remember, we're doing an identity shift of cariño today. And when you understand what your love language is, that can go under your identity of like, oof, if this is how I'm going to express cariño, then this is what I need. This is how I want to receive it. This is what's important to me. And so I'm just going to do a really quick rundown of the five love languages and also how we want to apply it to cariño, okay? And remember, because the next one is compassion and compassion is having an understanding. So look at this is beautifully setting us up for the journey, okay? Now, five love languages. One is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation are words that are like positive and affirming to the being that you are. So, honey, thank you so much. I really love how you take care of me. I love how you, um, I even do it to Drake to the point where Drake is words of affirmation. Um, I do it to the point where I'm like, honey, thank you so much for taking the garbage out. Wow. I don't even have to ask you. Like you're a champ. Like, thank you so much. Um, when he does the dishes or cleans up in the kitchen, I say, oh my God, thank you so much for cleaning up for me. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for showing up for me. Again, I model the language that I would like to receive. Even though I'm not a words of affirmation girl, I always teach my clients, please model what you want to see. You have to go first. You can't just ask the people in your life to change. You have to be willing to make a change that you want to mirror for yourself, okay? So that's words of affirmation. Affirming behaviors that you see in someone that are good and amazing and you just like, you want to give them their flowers, okay? Which we should have more language around this on a regular day-to-day basis. 
The next one is physical touch. And no, this is not just sex. It's also just hand-holding. A stroke of the hair, rubbing someone's back. Um, Anything. I mean, yes, it can equate to sex, but it's more than that. It's like a gentle pat, a hug, a kiss, etc. A big one for me is, you guys are going to laugh. I, Drake loves to give like, gentle kisses and I love to like press my whole lips on him and like I just love it it's just so cute and now I feel weird about sharing that I never edit my podcast so just do or die but I'm excited for people to message me anyways and also I really love a hug but like a good hug see and I have standards for hugs If you give me an ass out hug, I know that you're like not really in it to win it. I used to have a client and I'll put her on blast because she's my friend now. But Candace, House of Remy Rose, used to try so hard to pull away from hugs so fast. Like she would literally like embrace for like a second and then she like wanted to be out. And then I would like truly embrace for at least four or five seconds. And that was like something that she had to learn about me. And of course, she like nervously laughed because it was uncomfortable in the beginning. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Um, Also, my father-in-law is so cute. My father-in-law gives like side hugs. I hope everybody can picture what that is. He wants to give me a hug, but that's just who he is. And so he gives a side hug. He doesn't fully do the embrace. He does fully embrace when I first see him and when he leaves, but like, Anytime in between that, it's just like a side hug, which, you know, like I just, again, it's my job to understand and read who he is as well. Okay. Let's see. Words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service. Acts of service is totally when somebody takes care of something for you. Okay. So taking the garbage out, doing the laundry, running an errand for you. All of those things, that's an act of service. Somebody whose really mindset is, I would like to take something off of their plate so that their day just moves quicker. I know that women in general, we just appreciate this because it's so important. It's just something that can like really make our brain chemistry different and really change the mood of our day just by one small, simple thing. Especially those of us who have children. If you give a mom a coffee, just like if you gave a mouse a cookie, it's a game changer. Okay. I'm trying to think. Oh, I don't want to make all the examples about me. So I'm just going to use my friends. So Maida, her husband makes her a cup of coffee every morning. And he's done that for years. That is an act of service. I can't remember what Maida's love language is right now. But again, that's just my example. That is something that she knows that she doesn't have to think of. And it is act of service where he knows he's going to provide something that is just making her life easier because he's serving her in that action. He is showing her a cariño. Okay, beautiful. Act of service, receiving gifts. Receiving gifts is... 
And it doesn't have to be, because again, this one gets kind of crazy because people think it's like, oh, they brought you a brand new purse or they bought you shoes or like it's a really extravagant date. It doesn't have to be that either. It could literally be like, hey, I bought you your favorite pack of gum or I thought of you. Here's a cute little post-it. Um, I thought of you when I went on this trip and I like, uh, what, like, and I, it's not receiving gifts is not my love language, but I'll give you an example. And this was obviously free. Drake brought me the shower caps from the hotel he stayed at and just nonchalantly, nonchalantly told me, Hey, I brought you this from my trip here. And he like put it on my counter and it was shower caps. And I think that that's so nice because again, when I straighten my hair, I have to like put it up and it's always nice to just have an extra shower cap whenever you need it. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm a hood girl. Okay. I used a fries bag on my head when, when I had to get it done. So I, I know the hood girls really know this, so I'm not really tripping. Okay. So there's that. Hang on. Words of affirmation, physical touch receiving gifts, acts of service. Got it. Last one is quality time. Okay. Quality time is a major, major one. It, in one point in my life, quality time was really important to me as well. Or it was like my top love language. Obviously it's still important to me, but quality time is the thing that again, when you spend time with someone, But here's the kicker. The person who is the quality time definitely sets the prerequisites of what quality, what kind of quality time they would like to have. Okay. So for example, one quality time person might think that Netflix and chill is totally fine for their quality time. While another person in the quality time category might be like, absolutely no way. Quality time needs to be that we're actively doing something together and we're talking and we're communicating and we're doing something together, not just watching something on TV together in the same room, okay? So this one is very interesting because you have to communicate in which the way that you want to receive quality time. You can't just get away with like, well, I'm here. But also another thing that you should know about quality time is the people whose love language is quality time and you cancel on them or have to reschedule, they take it very, very, very hard. They take it the hardest and they take it the most personal when you cancel. Because again, for them, it's their love language. So they were so excited and looking forward to receiving this from you. Okay. So those are the five love languages. And I just want to do like a quick, I wanted to do just like a quick intro on the, on the five. Because again, our identity is shifting in practicing cariño. Remember, cariño is an act, a gesture, and again, modeling the language around kindness, doing you a kindness, kindness, serving yourself in a kindness, etc. The five love languages are going to help you really know the way in which you need to receive that and how you like to communicate in that. Now, here's another part that's really, really, really important. 
you need to figure out the people that's in your close circle, what their love languages are so that you are not communicating to them in your love language. You're communicating in theirs. Sierra knows my love language is acts of service. She does those things for me because it's meaningful to me. Okay. Quality time is hers. The dinner, like, don't get me wrong. I really, really wanted to start dinners as well. But Sierra was the person who was like, this is adamant for me. I need to do weekly dinners with you because it's important. Like, that is something that is important for me. She's quality, I mean, acts of service as well. But quality time is like more her thing. Because we we both always feel so good when we spend time together because we laugh so much together. Okay, now it's getting really personal. But... <laughs> But again, with Drake, yes. For example, I'm acts of service. Drake is words of affirmation. When Drake makes me a cup of coffee and brings it to me while I'm getting ready in the in the bathroom, I am like, oh my gosh, you are so nice to me. I make it a big deal because I want to receive more of that. He's talking to me in my love language. When I do words of affirmation for him, I'm speaking to him in his love language. But if I brought Drake a cup of coffee, yes, he would appreciate it. But it doesn't hit the same as if when I'm talking to his love languages. And this is a big part where I think things get misconstrued or it's like an empty crossfire because we think, oh, I know what my love language is. I'm going to just start talking to everybody in the way I want to receive that people are like, whoa, it's not hitting because that's not my love language. Okay. Another reason why this is important and a part of your identity shift in exercising cariño is because I want you to be able to communicate that to your people and say, hey, you know what? I would really love if you showed up for me in this way. And also, you begin to model it. Does that make sense? And I know that that's really hard. I know asking for what you need can feel uncomfortable and can feel really difficult, but it's necessary. And it's necessary in order to get to that self-love place. Cariño has to happen. That shift in identity has to happen in order for you to feel self-love. You have to be able to practice and exercise cariño in order to feel self-love. So if I'm sitting here and I'm telling you acts of service is mine. And then in my life, I make sure that my schedule has things that make my life easier. Because guess what? That is an act or a gesture or a cariño for me. For me. Okay? I'm trying to think of an example for me that I do. Oh, I, every once in a while, do newly where I rent like clothes that I really like so that I'm not like spending a gazillion dollars all of the time because who has a gazillion dollars and it's easy. I don't have to go to the mall. I just point and click, get my stuff. It gets shipped to my house. And then when it's done, I just ship it all back. 
ease, act of service, making service easy for me. Okay. Um, I do it a lot in things for my business. I'll outsource things because I like tech stuff. I will absolutely outsource it because that is not a skill of mine. Instead of stressing myself out and aggravating myself because I don't have that skill set. That is cariño. And again, I know that sometimes some of these things like, it's like, well, I don't have the money for that. I know, but you can find the method. Again, I'm just having a hard time really running my head to be like, what are good examples? And then we're going to get off of here and then we'll be like, oh, I have done examples. So again, for a person who is words of affirmation, guess what? You're going to start modeling all of that language to yourself, maybe in a journal, maybe in front of a mirror, maybe telling your best friend, like, Hey, you know what? I would love to hear from you. Like what I mean to you. And they might be like, yeah, it's a little weird. You caught me off guard, but let it happen. Ask, hold space and really advocate for what you need. Physical touch. I am one of these people that I will straight up be like, nope, we're still embracing Nope, bring it in for a second hug. Like that wasn't a good one. I will call it out. Okay. And I want you to really sit and think about all of those and what they mean to you as you're doing it. Okay. So I really want you, let's, let's spread cariño. Okay. Let's spread a lot of cariño, a lot of compassion, a lot of forgiveness and cultivating the confidence this month. So I want you to do me a huge favor because remember, I'm advocating for what I need. An act of service for me would be if you took a screenshot of this podcast episode and shared it and tagged me. An act of service for me of, you know, you just did an ad for me. That would be so great. I would appreciate it with my whole heart because I want And also if you're like doing this with like your boo or like friends, send it to them, send it to them, make them a part of this practice. Okay. Let's fill our February with so much cariño and I just want to see it all over the place and I want you to tag me and I want to be a part of it with you. Okay. Now my last little thing is I do want to remind everyone that I am taking on one-to-one clients. This work happens inside of coaching on top of the delusional desire that you want to take action on in 90 days. Okay. I am absolutely a two for one. You do the self-work along with something professional or whatever that delusional desire is. And there's nothing like me out there. So again, when, if you're done just dragging your feet, it's time to get to work. I am so excited We would love to have you and I would love to work together. So amigos and amigas, we'll talk on the next track about compassion. My name is Sylvia Brands, your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life a toda madre. See you on the next track.